I produce a lot. I produce a lot with um, um, FL Studio. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Um, but like only few musicians, you know, that I've done work with that know that I produce. And then other than that, I cook a lot, you know, Haitian food, you know. Um, okay. I cook, I cook, yeah. Haitian Art Podcast Series is a podcast that will engage Haitian and Caribbean artists in a dialogue on the critique on art forms that reflect the culture and heritage of the Caribbean. I am your host, the executive director of the Haitian Heritage Museum in Miami, Florida. So my favorite people in the whole world are artists. So you guys are in for an awesome treat. So I'm going to get started. We're going to get started and I'm going to introduce our wonderful artist. Um, let me just go ahead and read off his bio and let's start. So Jeff, welcome to the Haitian Art Podcast. Thank you. Thank How are you today? I'm good. I'm chilling. You know, I, I was playing some music earlier. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Well, Jeff is joining us. Where are you joining us from? Uh, I'm in California right now. I just got back from Haiti. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, we so how is it in California? How long I've been living here? Yes. Um, it's been 10 years now. Yeah, so we go okay. back and forth, you know, like, um, but yeah, we, we just came from Haiti for a month, you know, we were there for a month and two weeks. So, you know, we okay. had a lot of fun, you know, we played a lot of music, met a lot of new artists, you know, um, yeah, awesome. I feel like it was fun being there. Okay. Alrighty, well, awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to find out, well, the audience, when did you start working as an artist professionally? Like, so... Tell me how you got started, but then when did you start doing this professionally? Because I know everybody thinks they're artists, because I think I'm an artist, but yeah. I know I'm not. But yeah. when did you start doing um, professionally being an artist? Yeah, I started because of my mom. You know, she's a dancer, comedian, uh, actress, you know. Um, so she started in Haiti and then she started traveling. You know, that's her work. You know, that's what she does. And then, you know, she trained me and my sister and, you know, she had the group. So I feel like when I was uh, growing up, that's how I learned um, having all the drummers around. So that was my environment, you know, always seeing the dancers, you know, people singing and all that stuff. Um, so it was cool for me, you know, to try to be like the drummers. You know, I learned from every everyone. And, you know, from there, we started traveling, you know, teaching, you know, doing the same thing, you know, as my mom. And then I think I started working professionally maybe when I was 13 through my mom dance and drum company because I was, I had my first student, you know, when I was 13, he was a guy. So I was teaching him, um, you know, we had a private class, you know, drumming lesson. And I think when I was 13 and then I was working and my mom's dance and drum company too, you know, like classes, you know, all the shows, and you know. all. So, you know, she was paying me every month. And I feel like as a kid, that was fun, you know, <laughs> getting money from something you love, you know, something you would have done no matter what. Um, but um, it was fun because when I was younger, I was doing the same thing, but I wasn't getting paid. I didn't mind, you know, I was having fun. But then once well, I was 13 and then I started getting paid. So I feel like it was fun, you know, as a kid to get money from art. You know? Well, you have to be paid for your, um, for your work. So every yeah. artist has to be paid for compensation. So yeah. even though people will do what they do for free, but yeah. it's good that you get paid because it's important to kind of keep the, you know, the, economy going because you have to 
contribute to the economy. So that's yeah. good. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. say at 13, that's when you started yeah. being a professional drummer. I okay, say, yeah, awesome. <laughs> that's great. That's great. So I, I think um, people always need to know like the background of how people got started because a lot of times people make assumptions thinking you just came on the scene and you were just, wow. But yeah. people have process. You know, there's a process and I always like to let people know about the process. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where does your inspiration come from? Where does your inspiration come from? Um, I have a lot of sources. I feel like it comes from traveling, different, amazing artists. You know, it comes from Haiti. You know, um, when I go to Haiti, I feel like I get all that energy, you know, to create. Um, it comes from amazing food, you know. <laughs> I feel like my inspiration comes from everything that makes me feel good, happy, and, you know, I can draw from that energy. And then I translate it into something new, you know. So, yeah, I have a lot of sources. Okay, so you would say what would be your primary source of inspiration? You said food, eating, um, <laughs> being around different people. Yeah. But what, what would be your primary source? My primary source would be traveling, actually. Just being okay. in the trees, you know, the mountains and everything like that. It really, there is an energy there that, you know, once, you know, we, we come back and then I get crazy creating a bunch of stuff. So nature, nature. Okay. So yeah. nature is what brings you the most creativity. Yeah. That sounds good. That's really great. Okay. I know you mentioned that, um, your mom has this wonderful um, dance company, Jaka. Can mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about Jaka? Is Jaka based in the U.S. or is it based in Haiti? Yeah. Where is Jaka based, actually? Yeah. And then tell us a little bit about Jaka. Yeah, so Jaka is a jeune artiste congaïsien, you know, young um, artist, you know, young Haitian artist. That's how, you know, that's in Creole. My mom started it in Haiti. And, you know, because of everything she was doing, she wanted to have her own group, you know, but then it became more of a family because we would have so many people, you know, training to dance, sing, drum, and we would be doing all the performances, you know, traveling internationally too, which was fun for me as a kid, you know. And yeah, that's how Jaka was, you know, from my mom. And then it's based, it was based in Haiti. And then when we moved, to the US and then my sister already started. She was living here already. So a branch of Jaka that my sister calls Afutai, uh, my sister Jenan Saint Just. And um, yeah, so that part of Jaka is based in America. But Jaka, the first one is based in Haiti. And some of the my mom's students, you know, they're still running everything in Haiti, you know, doing dance classes, performances, you know, all the members, yeah. Okay, that's great. So um, I guess the question, since you said Jaka is for the jeune artiste, uh -huh. is it still, is it just, when you say young artist, it, what age, mm -hmm. like from 8 to 25 or? When, or yeah. Okay. We had a good, a big range, you know, age group. So it started, when my mom was in Haiti, you know, I would say from 6 to 13 so that was one group and then after that i mean i think it was six to i would say 17 18 and then the adults you know was a big range it didn't matter you know everyone was on stage together but we had kids too actually 
Okay, so there's no age limit. That's that's the question really? I'm trying to ask. Yeah, yeah, it was all inclusive. It was a big, crazy family, like a, a lot of people. You know, they would stay in the center. You know, like everyone's cooking. Um, you know, joking around and everything. So it was a family. You know, the group. Everything became a big family. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, the question where I'm trying to get at is like, mm-hmm. cause you said it's Jin. Um, when you think of youth, there's mm-hmm. a certain age group. So I, I, my question is basically mm-hmm. everybody can be a part of Jaka is not just the youth. So you can be like 70 years old and you can be part of Jaka. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. If people want to join Jaka, they can like, if they're 80, they can join if they're four, they can join. So I just want to be clear. So when people yes. see this video, so they understand, like, I don't have to be, you know, young. I can be young. Yeah. And smart. I think okay. when, when my mom, to clarify, when my mom started, she was younger. And, you know, that's why she called it Jeanne Atis Kangaisien, you know, um, young Haitian artist. And uh, so what would happen is that we would start, you know, from, you know, like the kids and teenagers. And then once they start getting older, they're still in the group, you know. So it's like a full range. But at the same time, we had people there that were in their 50s. You know, the the band leader, the main vocal, you know, uh, lady, she was um, Makam, you know, she was she was older than us, you know, so. I feel like by the time, maybe she was in her 50s, you know? And so it's a full range. Anyone can be part of it. You know, it's just a name, you know? Yeah. Okay, got it. So if people would like to join Jaka, where would they find to join Jaka? How would they participate in Jaka? Yeah, so right now... And I'm sorry. And then the follow-up is, is there an audition part to Jaka? Do you just go, oh, I want to join Jaka? Do you have to have an audition? Or is it just, you know... Is you if you want to be a part of it, you just be a part of it, and we put you where you fit in. Like how yeah. does that work? So right now, I think the the other branch would be Afutai, the one that's based in America. I think that's the one that you know my mom and sister is still running mainly. You know, because the other one in Haiti now it's like the other students, you know, doing the membership and everything. But yeah, okay. you know, like. Uh, when my mom and sister used to be in San Francisco, California, so we used to have. Um, you know, auditions, you know, at Baobab, you know, people would come audition and then be part of the um, the group. So they can go to afutai.com, you know. Um, nothing's happening right now because of what's happening. But if you go to afutai.com, you can find out more. You'll see the website, you know, the shows and everything, you know, all the performances. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. That sounds good. So I guess um, the next question would be, mm-hmm. is it just performing like is it like beating drums is it singing is it dancing and then what kind of genre is it is this folklore is it hip-hop is it reggaeton is it afrocentric like or caribbean what type of singing dancing drumming the genre is what's the genre yeah it's a haitian traditional you know rhythm dance and songs you know so it's everything from haiti the tradition you know haitian folklore um, drumming, dancing, dancing. I mean, uh, singing, singing. Yeah, all three. Okay, so drumming, singing, and dancing. Yeah. Alrighty, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, you said you've been dan- you've been performing as a professional artist since you were thirteen, mm-hmm. and I guess that's when you said you got your first check, which was, I guess, a blessing for you. 
And um, the question was like, is your entire family musically artistic or is it because you said it's your mom and your sister yeah. is your dad an artist too do you have any other siblings or like is it just one big artistic family that you guys are so blessed to have that artistic gene yeah my family i feel like it started with my mom because she was the one you know from the start who always wanted to dance you know she would go to la la you know carnival and all that stuff be the mm-hmm. queen and dance and all that stuff so it really started with her and then from there, you know, we learned, but also I have some cousins, you know, that play the piano, you know, they sing and everything. But I would say like, it really started with my mom's passion, you know, for the art. She was, she always wanted to dance, you know, I feel like she was, her energy attracted everyone else, you know, to do art. So, yeah. Okay. So is your dad also an artist? No, no. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, it's all, all right. my mom, yeah. Is all your mom. Okay, yeah. is your dad, is, do you mind talking about your dad? Like, what does he do? Like, yeah, because he, he's not really in the picture, um, but okay. I know he's not an artist, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because <laughs> I know okay. it's, like fully, it's like fully my mom, because she's, she's deep in the culture. Okay, sounds yeah. great, sounds great. Alrighty, so basically, if you would tell me um, since you come from a, a music, musical, musical, mm-hmm. artistic family, yeah, and please don't tell me it could be your mom, but um, let's see who it could be. Uh-huh. Who is your favorite um, musical artist? Who is your favorite artist? So I would say like Belo. You know, Belo is one of my favorite singers. You know, and artists. Yes. You know, like his personality because I love his message. I feel like not only is talented, but the message. You know, is really positive. Um, I yes. feel like. It's, uh, his message is uplifting Haiti. It's like changing the people's perception. You know, I feel like he's a good ambassador for Haiti. Um, that's something I really love. Um, and then, <laughs> see, it's hard because I have a lot of other people. I would say, you know, <laughs> Bulo, Bulo Valco, you know, Bulo Valco. I really love his. Oh, book. he's not here anymore. He died, I though. I know, I know, I know. He just recently died. He was amazing. Yes, yes. Um, you know, Bulo Valco, he was, since I was really young, I think his tone of voice, you know, that's what got me first. And then I love the way he plays, you know, with the lyrics, you know, when he's singing, yeah. the way, his storytelling, you know, it's fun. And he's always chill. <laughs> I love his personality too. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you said Belo and Bulo, Valco, and who else? Yeah. You said you have any other people? I mean, I have a, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, I, I really like uh, Naika. She, I think she, I don't know where she's based, but she's Haitian. She's mixed, you know, I love her singing too. Naika. Nakia? Naika. Naika. Naika, okay. Yeah. I haven't heard of her, so can you tell us a little bit about Naika? Yeah, she does a fusion. Um, she does a mostly like pop music, but um, she okay. has a few Haitian music. I just love her tone of voice. You know, it's really cool. Okay. Um, other, yeah, I mean, there are so many artists, you know, that I work with too. Um, okay. And then in terms of like, do you, because I really love Laku music too, you know, Laku music. Mm-hmm. Because um, I love their style, traditional Haitian, you know, music. And then I feel like Sambazao, all those, all those, you know, artists, I love. 
That's great. I think you, you, I'm going to talk about the three that you talked about. Mm -hmm. You said yeah. Nakia, yeah. who's a pop artist. You'd like her because of her pop. Yeah. You like um, Bulo Belo because of his message. He's a yeah. great ambassador. Yeah. And then you like Bulo Velko because of the storytelling. So you gave me like three different genres. Mm -hmm. And for us, for our purposes of critiquing and studying the humanities of the musical um, aspect of Haiti, Bulo mm -hmm. Valcor style. Do you think that style is still happening now in Haitian music? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, is it still happening in Haitian music? And from back then, if it's not happening or if it is happening, how do you think it's, um, I guess, it's, it's um, stretching? the Haitian culture or bringing the Haitian culture to the forefront or mm -hmm. and within the music. Cause Bilo's messages are amazing. I, I love his messages. It's so positive. Yeah. And you know, he thanks God and Jesus. So I, I love that. It's so positive. And yeah. then he's really uplifting and Bulo Velcor is more storytelling. Mm -hmm. So as it relates to that, and because you are a drummer and mm -hmm. I don't know if you sing too, how do you infuse that into your music? And, and is this happening in the Haitian culture? Because everybody knows about Compa, mm -hmm. you know, and I guess the pop artist, I'm going to check her out mm -hmm. to find out a little bit more about her. But that art form, is it still here or is it different or is the tonality different or do people just infuse it with new stuff? Tell yeah. me, uh, what do you think? Well, where is it going or where has it been and where is it going? Where does it look like in the future? Yeah, I mean, what I, from my own perception, I feel like all those artists are so unique, you know? So it's sometimes it's hard to have, like, other, you know, like, I feel like, just like Azor, you know, like, I feel like once he passed away, like, that genre kind of went down a little bit, you know? Even if there's still people doing it, but it's like, some people are just so powerful, you know? It's like they're holding everything down. Um, like Bulo Valco, what I loved with him, he, he would do like fusion, you know, of Afro-Cuban stuff, you know, with Haitian music. So I feel like maybe someone doesn't know about Haiti, but once you're listening, you know, like to some salsa or cha-cha, it's like, oh, I understand the music, but what are they saying? You know, and then, oh, it's Bulo Valco, you know, then all of a sudden you start learning about Haiti. I feel like those fusions, you know, they're fusing different cultures together. And um, what I like with Belo, it's like, again, the same thing, you know, world music kind of, you know, um, really laid back, chill. It's like, oh, I love that artist, you know? And, you know, and then you learn about Haiti, you learn, you know, it changes your perception of Haiti, despite what you've been hearing. It's like, oh, that's really positive, you know? So I feel like um, the music is changing, you know, because I feel like um, when I went recently, I feel like that wasn't the same style people used to play. You know, people are fusing more. I think that's something that's happening everywhere in the world, fusing more, because I feel like now people have more access to other culture, I would say. They're more exposed to different styles of music. Um, mm -hmm. When people hear something they love, they they start, you know, included, you know, in their own music, and it's uh, it's a nice fusion, and I feel like, um, it's a great time as artists, you know, to collaborate together, just fusing a bunch of different culture together, you know, to create something new. We'll see what it is. But I, I can see the fusion. It, it's happening everywhere. 
Okay, well, that's really great. Um, in reference to the fusion and then the storytelling, as you were talking about Voodoo Bear, and I'm not trying to say this artist is Voodoo Caliber or he's not, because I think everybody, like you said, everybody has their own um, mm-hmm. lane and their own positivity and their own strength. Um, yeah. When you were talking about the, um, the, the messaging and the storytelling, mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking of the, it's a pop song, you know, Aitise, you know, by Mika Ben. And it's really mm-hmm. like a storytelling talking yeah. about all the positive, beautiful aspects of Haiti. And it's such yeah. a beautiful song. Yeah. So that's like, you know, seeing from Bulo, who was like, I think he was 80 or 90. I don't know how old he was, but from that generation to bringing it up to this current generation, mm-hmm. you know, that particular song, Aitise, yeah. is um, what Mika Ben really kind of captured the storytelling of Haiti. So yeah. I don't know who else is doing stuff like that. I know Bill's messages are always positive, yeah. but I, I think the storytelling is, it's a great aspect because I think, um, you know, when you storytell the richness of Haiti and all the wonderful aspects of Haiti, like you said, when people listen to music, it gives you a happy vibe, a chill vibe. And then you're like, wow, I didn't know that, you know, Haiti had Dusmas costs, you know, yeah. but at any rate, yeah. But I think it's a great learning tool yeah. and something that always allow, you know, the people to yeah. capture what's good about Haiti. Right. Yeah. And then I wanted to add too, like, not only like um, folklore, folkloric music, I think Haiti, there's a lot of electronic music coming in too. Um, people yeah. are starting to fuse it more. Um, and, you know, one of my friends, you know, Alcohol, he's known as Alcohol, you know, he make, he's a producer and everything. Um, so what he's doing is um, he's trying to create a Haitian sound, you know, like electronic sound, but he has that Haitian, you know, flavor in it. So that's okay. kind of beautiful, you know, like, so when people hear electronic music, it's like, oh, again, you know, I love that, but, oh, it sounds different. Where is that from? Oh, it's from Haiti. So, you know, we're adding our own flavors and everything. So, yeah. That's something beautiful that's happening, yeah. That's really cool because I know that was taking on, like, um, very big, I think the last time I made, like, probably five years ago, mm-hmm. where it was all techno. And I was like, I don't want to hear techno. I want to hear some compa, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I don't know, we were at the Garden View somewhere, I don't know, somewhere in Haiti, and everybody was just playing techno. And I was like, gosh, this is, like, it's cool. Yeah. But, you know, when you come from the U.S., you want to mm-hmm. hear, like, compa, right. compa. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Cuba, yeah, but I, I, I like the fusion because it's like I would like to check out Alcor and see who he's producing yeah. uh-huh. because at the end of the day, it's like to understand the, the fusion, it's really, really important because um, I think, like you said, people have more access and people are able to connect mm-hmm. with other nations and other nationalities. Mm-hmm. And I think the fusion is, is just showing like how the world is really unified. And um, I'm curious to hear this fusion music. I'm going to go research alcohol or you can drop me a link so I can go find him because I think, um, and I want to hear that Haitian sound because again, Uh you know, just working with artists and let's say visual artists, perform artists, culinary artists, even though you cannot tell that the food is Haitian or artwork is Haitian, but it's something that you can like, ah, this person has some kind of Caribbean flavor in there. Yeah. And it's interesting when you figure that out, you're like, and you're like, oh, I knew this person had been art. It's just some kind of flavor that pops out of the music yeah. or the food 
or the 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 the, the acting something that yeah. you can like oh, you have that that Haitian swag. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but it's just something that's infused in us that you can tell. And it doesn't make a difference whether you're a Haitian artist or, or not, because I know some artists that like, I'm just an artist. I don't want to be known as a Haitian artist. I'm just an artist who just so happened to be Haitian. And I, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. But at the same token, that flavor, that piquelis, I like to ask, mm-hmm. that piquelis always comes up, you know, no yeah. matter yeah. what it is. So, yeah. Again, thank you so much for telling me about. So we talked about your favorite musical artist, um, you know, a lot of stuff. So um, what is something you would like to share that no one would expect of you? So uh-huh. I, I guess let me say this too. So tell us what you do. You beat the drums. You play the drums. Yeah. You sing. Yeah. You sing. Yes. You dance. Uh, for fun, but not professionally. You know, <laughs> okay. So we already know you sing and you dance and um, you dance. You don't dance professionally. You beat yeah. the drums. Do you play any other musical instruments? I produce a lot. I produce a lot with um, um, FL Studio. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Um, but like only few musicians, you know, that I've done work with that know that I produce. And then other than that, I cook a lot, you know, Haitian food, you know. Um, okay. I cook, I cook, yeah. Okay, that sounds great. So let me ask you this. So if, if you are liberty to say... Mm-hmm. Who have you produced that is um, noteworthy that we probably know or we don't know? Who do you want to share that you produced? Let's see. I so there is an artist. Um, so he play. He's a flamenco guitar player. Um, okay. So we're supposed to do a fusion, you know. Um, but um, it's not all set. But we're still talking about it. Okay. And he's, he's well known in the flamenco guitar world. So we're doing a fusion okay. of Haitian. Um, music style flavors with his guitar and then there is another artist that I'm doing a collaboration with um, his name is um, Cloud um, Cloud Chord he does okay. chill music lo-fi so we're doing a fusion of um, Haitian drumming you know I'm, I produce the beat and then he's gonna put all these beautiful melodies and everything you can find him on Instagram and all that stuff yeah okay awesome yeah. awesome awesome so um Say you you cook a lot, you produce, and um, so what the the thing that we did not expect of you is that you actually are a producer. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and I think cooking too. Some people know that I produce, but not everyone. I feel a lot of people only know that I drum. Only know that you drum. Okay, awesome. So when you drum, do you drum with a group of people, or you just drumming by yourself? Do you, um, you know, how do you drum? Are you just like, you just perform when you're drumming and it's just you or you have like a whole group mm-hmm. or you're drumming with a band? What is it? Yeah, it depends. It depends on what I'm doing. You know, if I'm teaching, you know, it's, you know, by myself. Um, if it's a big show, you know, I have a group of drummers. Depends on how, how many people they need for that event um what else yeah and then when i'm touring you know with groups and stuff it's only by myself you know with other musicians yeah all righty sounds good so um we're gonna close out soon um i have two more questions for you um the first one is which artist you would like to work with and why Hmm. Belo again you know again his message his intentions of the positivity and I feel like 
also his talent, you know. I feel like since, you know, Belo got introduced to Haiti, I feel like he's been doing nothing but amazing work, you know. So I feel like that's all I'm about. It's all about the personality and the intention, you know, yeah. So it would be Belo, I think. Okay, and you worked with him before, right? When you did his, one of his songs in techno, you said? No, I remixed one of his songs. But I met Belo uh, one time. They were I was super young, and I don't know if you know Tifan. Um, she's a singer in Haiti, Haitian singer. Um, mm-hmm. So we were doing a show for Video Max, Miss Video Max at the time. And okay. I was performing with um, Tifan. And then Belo was one of the artists that was going to perform too. So we were all in the room. And wow. I didn't even know who he was, you know, at the time. But I think that was really early. And I was super young. So it was, that was my first time meeting him. And that was super nice, you know. Like, awesome. years later, realizing that, oh, my God, like, I met him in a room. Everyone was just sitting down and stuff, yeah. Okay. So, Belo, if you see this um, video, please check out Jeff Pierre. He would love to work with you. This is the absolutely last question. And, um... What is your favorite Haitian food and why? Rice and beans. You know, I can have it forever. I feel like... Oh, my God. I just just love it, you know, since I was a kid. You know, like, that's all I wanted. (laughs) Rice and beans. That's it. Yeah. I want to thank you so much, Jeff, for coming online with us and sharing your story about you as an artist, a musical artist, a performing artist. And you're so multi-talented and I can't wait to hear more from you and what you're getting ready to do out there with alcohol and all these other people. You get to work with them. And I love the vibe. I love the energy. Um, This is our fourth podcast, Haitian Art Podcast. They all were great, but this is, I can say this was like my favorite one. And I think it was the element of surprise because all the other artists, I kind of knew them from before because I worked with them. But I, I like your your vibe. It was cool. It was very engaging. You were not a loss for words. You were just a loss for time. And I really enjoyed um, talking with you. I don't know if you want to leave our audience with any last words. Jeff, what are your last words that you'd like to say? I think it was really nice meeting you. And uh, if people want to find out more about my work, they can find me on you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, under Jeff Pierre Music. And yes, yes, you know, like, let's keep doing our art, what we love, you know, to uplift each other. And thank you. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. I would say you are my brother since you have my last name. I know. (laughs) With that said, thank you, everybody. Continue to be positive. Continue to create. And again, you can find Jeff uh, at Jeff Pierre Music. And it's spelled common spelling, M-U-S-I-C or M-U-Z-I-Q? M-U-S-I-C, yeah. And um, I thank all of our visitors and our guests for coming on to listen to um, the multifaceted, multi-talented Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening to this episode of HAPS Haitian Art Podcast Series. Please don't forget to follow us at the HaitianHeritageMuseum.org and follow us on all of our social media handles. And also please subscribe to the podcast.